a welcome to Alessa Booper Snoots. <laughs> My name is Vero. My name is Heidi. <laughs> I hope your speakers weren't up. To, the volume wasn't up too high. <laughs> and, and with the first couple of lines of the show, we scared all of our listeners away. Yep. Did I just hear a woof? Yeah. He's going like... Oh. He's probably looking at something outside. Yes. Woof! Well, it's funny <laughs> that we start out with a woof, because that's exactly what I want to boop about mm. a bit later. But uh, I, we're, we're doing some updates. We're talking about some videos, some behaviors today. Ralph seems to be on board. A woof! <laughs> woof! Yeah! Ralph is Vero's little golden boy, for all y'all that don't know. He's and, a year old. Yeah. Teenager. Yeah, and you almost got a second this week, too. Oh, my God. I hope my parents aren't listening because I don't <laughs> think they would be very impressed. <laughs> That's okay. I've been through that a couple of times. Now it all works out in the end. <laughs> they just love him with time, right? <laughs> yeah. Vero sent me a photo of this beaute. What oh was his name? My Marshall? God. Marshall. Yes. <gasps> oh, man. He looks like Ralph. He does. Oh, my God. The, twinsies. Twinsies. Yeah. So twinsies. He is so cute. Yeah. He's two years old. He's a male, obviously, because mm-hmm. um, we're saying he. Yeah. And he just sounds like he sounds like Ralph. Yeah. It says my real personality is coming out loving happy high energy yes i have energy to spare so if you're looking for a jogging walking hiking exercise buddy i'm your boy i know my commands however when i'm outside i get pretty excited and sometimes lose my ears (laughs) i'm getting better on the leash and i only pull half the time i absolutely love all humans and most dogs we have no idea about cats there are a few dogs that make me nervous or I make them nervous, but overall I'm sociable and my canine cousins with my canine cousins. Mm-hmm. I literally never bark. Okay. Maybe that's not like Ralph as you can <laughs> hear. <laughs> Marshall says he doesn't quite see the point. Mm. He is nervous around loud noises, but he doesn't freak out. That's good. Um, you can touch me anywhere. I'm a little grabby with my treats but in an enthusiastic way, not an aggressive way. That is totally like Ralph. So yeah, it's just, he just sounds like Ralph so much. So at like 10 PM while I'm scrolling on Facebook, because that's what you do in bed before you close your eyes. (laughs) I see Marshall. So I open it up and I read the description and I say, I want, I want, I I look at my boyfriend and I'm like, I want this doggo. (laughs) So we spend like an hour and a half filling out this very lengthy application on the website. Mm -hmm. And I don't think, I don't think we're going to get Marshall. Yeah. I think there's a very long list. Yes. And there's probably people that have been waiting for a long time. And, you know, they try to match, match the dogs with the best, yeah, yeah, with the best fit. And who knows, maybe, maybe we're not, we weren't the best fit. So we'll see. They keep our application so we don't have to fill it out every time. Oh, thank God. I was going to say, because you told me how long it was. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yes. He's so cute. I'm, he's I'm very cute. Right now. <laughs> I know. He's very, very cute. And I like it's this is the thing. Like, as soon as you might even like have the hint of it's almost like baby fever. Like women get together and they see a bunch of babies, then they're just like, I want a baby. I want a baby. What about the baby? It's the so same cute. thing with like doggos and puppies. Cause like, mm-hmm. you know, here I thought I was gonna wait this prolonged like period of time, but we were talking like again, like we were flexible on what we wanted, like whether it was another puppy or a rescue or or this type of thing whereas like because all the options are like enticing in their own different ways right mm-hmm. so maybe you got the did you get the puppy thieves from good old Hydushka over here with her new loo it could be <laughs> Could be. I'm like, but I want one too. It's but <laughs> any any time where I'm like, okay, like ready for a dog or going to look for a dog, it is you can find one because there's just so many and they're so yeah. cute. And I love the organizations that do like the very in like the detailed descriptions and the honest descriptions about mm-hmm. their behaviors, their problems, their personality. Like I just I just, it's so easy. Like I could find six dogs right now that I would be like, I want, (laughs) I want that one and that one and that one. So we filled out the application. And then the next morning I was like, what did we do? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, do we really want a second one? As I'm like watching Ralph being crazy. Yeah. And then after, after a couple of days, I was like, yeah, maybe like it would be a lot, but I think it would be fun. Yeah. So I kept checking my my email and my spam mail mail and nothing. But now on the website, you can see adoption in progress. There's like this little uh, circle, like dotted circle. Mm-hmm. And that means a short list of applicants who have most closely matched the foster's wish list have been identified and the adoption process is in progress. So uh, I don't think. Yeah. I don't think we were chosen. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm like, oh, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're going to find another snoot. Oh, yeah. At some point. Maybe they'll find one for us. Maybe. Oh, my God. Oh, the snoots. All the snoots. All of the snoots. All of the snoots. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So, Mm -hmm. Vero and I had a quick little prong sesh with Ralph Aronis. So I don't know if you guys remember on the last episode, we were sort of talking about it a little bit. And Vera was saying that she was having trouble with, he was like a bit reactive, right? Like there's Hazel and then there's like Mochi that. Yeah. So Mochi's like the big one Yeah, where we had gone to the park and Ralph was pulling so much to go see Mochi on a slip lead that he (laughs) vomited. Oh my God. That's crazy. And I don't want, like, I don't want to hurt him. No. No. And I don't think like he, I don't need, I don't know. I don't even yeah. think like he's so in the zone with Mochi that I think if something is hurting, I don't even know if he's aware. <laughs> aware of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, Mochi is Ralph's cousin, his uh, Flooferoo cousin. Yeah. She's what so it, cute. What is she again? Samoid. Samoid. Samoid mm-hmm. Flooferoo. She's very cute, but Ralph is obsessed and does not listen to anybody else except Mochi when Mochi's around yeah and then and then again so like it was where why did I come over to help you with the prong what were the issues again (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't sure about the size if I needed to take out Mm -hmm. a link and it is slipping down a lot yeah 
So I don't know if I should try it. Yeah. It's, it's really difficult with the leads. And again, with your dog's body type and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. I was showing with like Vero, especially if you let them go ahead a little bit for sure, then you're pulling back and it come it tends to slip down the neck. And it's and it's hard with some of the prongs because so the prong collar um comes first of all like in different like width sizes. So like there's like, uh, again, like the prong that you use for a Yorkie is not going to be the same that you would use for a Dane, right? <laughs> like the width, yeah. like a Yorkie is going to be tiny little like half a centimeter, like, like links that hook up together. Whereas a Dane, it's probably going to be like, like an inch, maybe like the prong itself. And then each link is a certain measurement. So, so sometimes it's like, you almost need like half of a link because there's that much space. It means the difference between it sliding down your dog's neck or it being like way too tight. Yeah. See, I would say that. And and then again, like the your dog's weights like fluctuate too, right? Like with, mm -hmm. even with my Weimaranas, there's not even like a lot of fur around or anything to like really like buffer the prong. It's like, you can tell whether it's a good fit because there ain't no fur in your way to see. <laughs> and Gibbon is like, I would say like, uh, he's a touch on the tighter side of it. But I know that if I went one link up, it's going to slide right down his neck. And he does really well. And again, we're not keeping it on him for prolonged periods of time. Mm -hmm. But it does become that difficult thing because you need, like I've said a bazillion times on this show, you need the proper placement of the collar. And it needs to be high, high up, like almost like around the behind their ears high. See, it slides down too much, I think, because yeah. I'll put it on and it's in the right place. And by the time I like put my mittens on... And stuff like that it's it already slid down, down. Yeah. yeah yeah try taking one out and then see uh how that goes i came over to vero's and we went out and one of the big things was like in the beginning when you're doing prong work like i always say youtube a bunch of videos and stuff there's a ton of different people that teach like the leash work with the prong and stuff like that and doing the 180s where it's like you let your dog mm -hmm. walk to the end of the leash and then you pull the pressure getting them to turn back to you so that they get used to listening to you direct them with the leash and you pull to add that pressure that uncomfortable pressure when you're asking them to do something and then you release it when they do the thing that you're asking them to do so an example is with uh i just got a, a second weimaraner for all of you that didn't listen to the recent shows uh Gib gibbon's cousin was returned to the breeder they are the exact same age she was in the litter right before him uh, her previous family went through a divorce and whatever family member took her couldn't keep up. So returned her to the breeder. We were happy to take her, of course. In comes Lou to the easy family, a five-year-old dog, French speaking. <laughs> wee, wee, wee. <laughs> wee, wee, wee. Lou, Lou, Lou. Lou, Lou. And um, trying to learn our routine and, and everything like that. So anyway, so um, again, I think I, I talked about bringing a new dog into the home last week and stuff like that. But anyways, it's just been trying to get her on board with our routines. And she's coming along very nicely. There's still a couple of hiccups and there's always little things that you sort of forget along the way. There's also, well, now I'm getting into the, the part that I'm going to talk about later, but anyways, so I won't go there quite yet. But anyways, so for example, with the prong collar, I was trying to teach her place. It was, we have our dogs sit in place on their dog beds while we eat dinner. Cause I don't want dogs hounding around the dinner table. 
um, when guests come over. Nobody wants a dog in their lap or on their face or on their dinner plate <laughs> when you're eating dinner. So our dogs go to play. So uh, I had the prong collar on her and I'm trying to teach her place and that she has to sit and then lay down. Getting her to lay down was tough. <laughs> and so, I, you know, you put you pull it down to the ground and she was resisting it, right? So she's sitting up and she's she's resisting it with her neck. And I just held it there on tension. Again, you don't have to pop. You don't have to pull harder. I just kept it there because that was uncomfortable. And we sat there for a good two minutes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. with me just holding it. And this is like a good example of some like people are expecting like you apply something, a correction or a reward or whatever, and that that it's just going to happen instantly. It doesn't. There's these moments where they're, they're te they test their boundary with you. So you have to be patient. So literally for two minutes, I'm holding like I'm holding this leash down until and then she eventually she 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 lay down and then the pressure came off and then is good and gave her like a nice pet so on the ears. Good girl, lay down. Good girl. And now I I don't need the prong anymore. At dinner, she goes, she lays down on the bed like I, I have to bring her over and sort of coax her over there. But she knows that she has to lay down and she stays there for the like, yeah a good majority of the meal and we reward that when she does well and stuff like that. So a, a good, a good example of the prong. So um, we went out, Ralph had the one eighties down pat Vero, you did good work with that. He gets the whole pressure thing and stuff like that. But then when you're doing leash work, it's a matter of like, you have to sort of watch them. So what, what we did with Ralph is we walked around the corner to th this house that tends to trigger him where Miss Hazel lives. Baby Hazel. The beautiful baby Hazel. So and cute. Um, so I'm watching Ralph as we're walking because again, this is another thing solid canine training will, will say, or any like super awesome dog trainer is that n don't wait until the behavior happens, predict when it's going to come and correct the behavior before it even gets to that point. So one way that you do that with the leash work is you you watch them and when you're walking with them and they're just walking with you and they're listening to you and you guys got a good thing and you're chucking along and they're walking in the heel position next to your body, their ears are back, they're not looking at anything else. As soon as their ears pop up, like, mm, what's that? Kiss, kiss That's where Hazel lives. You give them a quick, tiny little pop on the collar. Ah, ah. And you, whatever your no noise is for me, it's eh, eh. <laughs> and um and you just keep on trucking and you keep going and we walked on back and forth in front of hazel's house turning around on the leash there was a couple of times where he was a little bit resistant but not for very long and he mm -hmm. did very well he did very very well yeah and has he's he walking a lot better now yes yeah i'm having trouble watching him <laughs> right now yeah because of the snow and all that i'm like i kind of have to watch where i'm going yes well. <laughs> yes it's like that time of year where it's like it snows a bit and then it melts a bit and then there's ice and then there's snow on top of the ice and then yeah. maybe a bit more snow and then maybe a little bit more freezing rain and ice so like <laughs> it's not it's not like steady like road walking right now for sure like even taking my dogs across the street to the park like oh my god like there wasn't really nobody walked there so it was like the crunchy snow where you like go crunch 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 <laughs> it's like the crunch and then the sink down of what's underneath and it's very awkward 
walking your dogs into an area like that. So mm-hmm. yes, we were yeah. Vero and I were talking about how we're anxious for the spring and the summer to Oh my god, I can't wait. <laughs> to I come feel like on a training. It's yeah. gonna be so much easier. But yes. yeah, my last walk with Ralph was a lot better. He gets excited as we get closer and closer to home. Mm-hmm. So I do a lot of 180s um, when I'm kind of close to my house. Mm-hmm. But my last walk, uh, I was stopped on the street talking to my neighbor and Ralph was just kind of sitting there and he was being so good, like just sitting there. And then this husky, and I think I might have mentioned this on another episode or I mentioned this to you, Heidi, but there's this family that has a puppy husky I think he's Uh a year old now Uh and they walk him loose oh yeah yes so this puppy shows up out of nowhere and is just all over Ralph and Ralph is pulling with his prong collar he's like a little like nervous around the husky and the husky's so I- like jumping over him and like playful, like aggressively playful, I would say. And my neighbor was like, oh, oh, I'm like, oh, they're just playing. But like, it's not cool. <laughs> yeah, and It's not cool. That's yeah. so not cool. So this family is just kind of walking super slowly and they're trying to call their dog back and the dog goes back. And Ralph is just like, OK. And then I make him sit and he sits. And then he comes and then running the dog over shows again. Up again. Yeah, exactly. I would, I would just say we're trying to do some training over here. Like, is there any way for you guys to leash up or like sometimes I do. Th- I know it's illegal. And then this, the family shows up and they just stand around and, and let their like, puppy okay, like charge okay, your fucking dog. <laughs> exactly. Time to go. So then <laughs> I keep walking. I say bye to my neighbor who was on a walk. And then I decide to go get the mail. So I go past my house to the mailbox. It's like mm-hmm. a community mailbox. Mm-hmm. And the husky's there again. Oh, so my he's God. running up to Ralph. And I told him, I'm like, you really need to put a leash on your dog. And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And they're, his name is Spirit. They're like, Spirit, come on. Spirit, come on. And is he listening? And he doesn't. Yeah. He goes like and back I'd, and forth. And there's so a I'd car and I'm- the car has to stop. Oh, no way. Yeah. I'm like, oh, he's going to get hit. Oops. I just almost said a bad word. But (laughs) whoopsies. Um, No, that is so frustrating. And I would just be like, I'm trying to train my dog over here. And I'm I'm not sure how much training you guys do, but it's really difficult with a puppy jumping all over him. Mm -hmm. Like, could you please be a bit respectful? Like if you want to take him to an off leash park, like by all means go for it. But in, in this neighborhood, like I would say it's number one bylaw and number two, like just respectful to your neighbors and their dogs. Like I, like is, is the dog even vaccinated? I would ask that too. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, now we're getting into vaccination ooh, politics ooh, with the ooh. doggies. <laughs> Are, is your husk is spirit an anti-vaxxer? <laughs> <laughs> Was he at the parliament? <laughs> oh my god. Sorry. <laughs> we just got we just got political on let's boop snoots. <laughs> but yeah, What's and it? I'm pretty sure this this man had a like a drink drink in his hand. My neighbor was like, did he have a drink? I'm like, I think so. So a lot of illegal stuff going on on my street. Do you know where he lives? Yes. I would call. 
I shouldn't say this on the show. I don't want to sound like it's like a Karen. He's going to know it's you. But at the same time, somebody's going to do it at some point. Yeah. You can't let your dog run loose around the neighborhood, man. I get mad when people do that with cats. I get mad when people do it with cats. Yeah. Because cats come and they poop. They They poop. But they they also get hit by cars. And that's sad. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's not, so the it's dog not safe. Up. It's not healthy. It's not good. It's just all bad. Yeah. I say Karen that, man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, that is yeah, so frustrating. Yeah, he runs like far enough away from them. Because my neighbor said she came out for her walk and she saw the dog and she was like, whose dog is this? Like she couldn't see anybody. Oh my God. Don't I know what I would do? I would take that dog and I'd bring it to the Humane Society and say, I found this dog loose. <laughs> Come into my car, doggy. Yep. I would take but the dog. But then is somebody going to adopt him? Hopefully somebody who puts the dog on a leash <laughs> and properly take, takes care of it. And then uh, that's another thing too, that like that's a huge pain in the ass and a deterrent because you technically, and I, I and I shouldn't be saying this on the show either. <laughs> Not that all of Ottawa is listening to us by any means, but anyways, is so let's say I let my dog run loose in the park even and I lose control of him. He takes off. Somebody picks up the dog because they think it's a loose dog and they can't find the owners anywhere. Mm -hmm. They take him to the Humane Society. Now I have to pay a registration with the city. I have to license my dog. I have to pay for a dog license. So many people don't pay for dog licenses. And once you pay for a dog license, then you're on the record and you get a bill for it like every single year. And it's like, I'm sure going to be one of those things that just goes up and up and up. I think it's like 20 bucks right now. But I'm sure it's going to be one of those things where it's going to be like 30 bucks and then like 40 bucks Mm -hmm. and then 50 bucks. And you know what I mean? Like everything else. Do you think if I take him and I keep him, they'll notice? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you, you do have a pretty big window at the front of your house <laughs> and they and live pretty close by <laughs> i think they'll see him i would tell your neighbor if you ever see her loose again pick her up and take her to the humane society it will be a huge pain in the ass for them and maybe they'll think about putting their dog on a leash mm. people keep doing that yeah sorry man it was loose i was that spirit oh my god i just didn't recognize her and he's like he's a husky so I don't know. Not that I want to doggy discriminate, but if I saw like a husky running at me versus a lab or like a golden retriever, mm-hmm. I'd be more scared. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised that the hucky, the hucky, the husky even stays close because huskies like take yeah. off, man. Yeah. And there's a lot of coyotes. Did I tell you about mm-hmm. the coyotes in my neighborhood? Mm-hmm. No, yes. you haven't, but there are. Yes, there's lots of coyotes. Coyotes! Ow! <laughs> <laughs> like when we leave Ralph out, like we're always watching him. Mm-hmm. In his little chicken. His little chicken, chicken coop. area. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get some chickens. Oh, my God. <gasps> Do you think Ralph would kill the chickens? No. No? I don't think so. I think Gibbon would. <laughs> I think he'd be curious. That's the other he'd thing. He'd be like hesitant. He'd be like, kiss, kiss, say. Kiss, kiss, say. Yeah, so. Oh, ah! What to do? What to do? I say, Karen it. Karen it? Yeah. I'll give him a chance. 
I'll give him a second warning. Yes. I would just say I'm trying to chain my dog and it's really hard with a puppy jumping all over him. Do you need help with dog training? I can help you. I boop snoots. <laughs> <laughs> but you need a leash. But you need a, it starts with a leash, dude. And it's going to be hard because now he's always loose. Oh, my God. That's crazy. That's craziness. Oh, my God. Let your spirit loose. <laughs> yes. So, can I talk about Lou? Yes. Lou, Lou, skip to my Lou. My Lucy Lou, Lucy Lou. Um, again, it, it's like one of those things where it's like you go to get like a new dog and do I get a rescue? Do I get a this? Do I get a that? Anyways, Lou, I don't know if you can count her as a rescue more of like a rehoming I would say but you forget about these things about bringing like a dog into your house like about their personality and about their all these little things so like I mentioned on the previous episode you start by really containing where they go in the house and leaving a leash on them which I did for the first few days and she's a very submissive dog and now we're starting to question like if she was like slightly abused where she was because she's very very nervous and jumpy and again it's still pretty early on like we're at like what three weeks now three four weeks so she's mm -hmm. definitely a lot more comfortable but there's like little behavior things and like people always say with two dogs like there's a lot of great things that happen but there's also like not so great things that happen so I'll talk about a couple of the things that I'm looking at where I'm like, hmm, and might want to change them. And then, but there's one big thing that I'm really not liking so far. So the big thing that I'm really not liking so far is I find she's making Gibbon, the dog that we already have, more reactive. So she, because she's nervous or because I don't know it's if it's from her, like you never know, right? Because you don't know what their life was like before they come to you. But any noise in the house and the door opens or somebody walks by outside or a dog walks by outside she is big time like reactive like and and then it just is triggering gibbon like way more so lots of barks in the house mm -hmm. so like and it's and i hate it like to me if it's like the doorbell rings it's like yeah okay we can work on it but at least it's like that one trigger but it's like you can be sitting there like watching a tv show and everything's quiet and everything's all good and then like literally it's like a, like one of our kids bangs the wall by accident or something like that upstairs and they're like wah, 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 <laughs> like oh, jump no. off the couch like like super loud barks right and I don't like that don't like that reactivity so got to work on it and we're I, like we just moved like our main tv room to the front of our house where the big picture window is which is good because I can sit there with them we let our dogs on the couch with us so I can sit there and monitor the behavior so one thing that I took to this week was a couple of videos of how to stop the barking. And um, I watched a Caesar Milan video, but then I turned to my one of our faves, the solid canine training. And what I like about solid canine training is like the amount of videos that they produce like on a particular topic. So like there's like literally an entire session that he filmed with a woman who has a super barky dog that reacts to like kids, like skateboards, like any, like a strong breeze. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and um, so watching that session was like a little bit helpful. 
And then he has like the little quick videos that he does like on Facebook where he just talks about like what to do. And like, again, he's like very much about um, corrective measures and, and so am I, but I sat there on the couch with the prong collar on them and it worked really well with Lou, but like after a day of doing it, like it's not a ton better and maybe I have to keep it up or maybe I need to try a different type of corrective measure, like maybe a bonker for anyone who hasn't heard of the bonker. It's like the, uh, a more humane version of the rolled up newspaper. You get like a dish towel or a hand cloth of some sort and you just roll it up and put elastic bands on it and you throw it at them. Like it's a projectile because dogs don't like projectile or you can give them a whack with it because they just don't like it. And it's a no. And then correction. Unless you're Ralph, he loves it. <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly. And you got to find out what works for your dog, too. <laughs> the can so, monster. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The can monster. Did I ever bring you the can monster? Or do I still have it? I never <laughs> you did. Said, you never did. <gasps> oh, my God. That, number one, that's terrible. Number, But number two, maybe I'm going to try the can monster. <laughs> yes. Maybe there's a reason why you kept it. Maybe there is a reason why I kept it. I'm so sorry. I take all of your things and I take forever to give it back. <laughs> Eventually, it's just going to be a slow transfer of it's me a having masterpiece all, too. all of Veronique's things. Can I borrow Ralph? Can I borrow Ralph for, for a week? <laughs> sure. <laughs> gonna have all of Vero's things (laughs) but um no it's interesting it's it's very interesting so she is very skittish which we're not used to with Gibbs and again that's one of those things where you don't know like some of the things that I've noticed and it makes me question like um her training if she had any at all um was she's crazy clumsy (laughs) (laughs) crazy clumsy (laughs) I (laughs) I can't remember if I told you this or not, but I was like out for dinner with friends or something like that. And I got feet. And yes. And I got she's got huge feet. Like crazy huge feet. But anyways, um, I was out for dinner with friends or whatever, and I got I get this text from my husband and he was like, um, Lou just (laughs) tripped going up the stairs and then farted. (laughs) And I sent him back like a spirit animal. (laughs) Yes. I was like and I was like, it only makes me love her more. <laughs> it's just so funny, but she is clumsy. And it just, it, it really reminds you, like, if you, if you are happy with your dog's behavior and all the work that you put into, into it, it makes you appreciate, like, all the work that you did. So with Gibbs, like, when I took him out when he was a puppy, when he was training, it was, like, jumping up on, it's, like, some of the agility stuff, right? To get their muscles working and their balance good and stuff like that. Like, you should see Lou run. Like, it's, she's, like, you know that friends episode where they look at the different types of runners and how Phoebe runs with her <laughs> arms like all over the place. Yeah. Lose like Phoebe. She's like a Phoebe. <laughs> it's, it's so awkward to watch, but so oh. funny. You need to come see her run. It's like, I'm, I'm like, I'm embarrassed for her. <laughs> Lou. Maybe I'm overselling it, but she just looks like a goof and a half. <laughs> But um, anyway, so I can tell that none of that was done with her. And you can see it like even like in her back muscles. Do you remember when we went to go pick her up and there was those other people there with their Lou 
another mm-hmm. female wine runner and they were both running around and he said you can tell she hasn't run much like her hips look stiff or something like that remember you oh, mentioned yeah. something like that it's i see what he's talking about when she runs but she's getting better and she's loosening up and like again, they don't extend they don't ex- you can just see her her back quads like her glutes are toit they're very toit <laughs> <laughs> so they're almost like stiff like she doesn't articulate the joint like when she's running okay but she's starting to loose lucy lou a little bit <laughs> the more we take her out running right i can't wait to take her to the cottage oh my god <gasps> i hope with those big feet she can swim and that will help with yeah. her with the joints too oh i i'm praying she's a swimmer mm. i want to swim i want to swim though anyways um She's a total sweetheart, but again, super skittish. She's really, um, she's taking the longest to warm up to my kids. Now, when I say kids, one of my kids is six foot, like five and going <laughs> strong. Um, so he's tall. So I, that again, uh, being like a super submissive and skittish dog, when he walks into the room, she's like intimidated by his sheer height. I am too sometimes. <laughs> can you blame her? <laughs> but, um, um, and like we can be sitting on the couch and if my other son like sometimes he just walk is walking down the stairs like slowly and she growls at him so again like super reactive and mm. i don't know whether she's unsure about him or whether she's guarding me so it's figuring out all these little tiny little behaviors and i was telling veronique about a terrible story today and it, uh, <laughs> my um the there was a horrible weather in our city today so the school buses were canceled and our kids don't go to school because there's like nobody goes to school and the school buses are canceled so the teachers don't do any like major work or anything because there's nobody there so kids were at home for the day uh one of them wasn't feeling well my husband went to work i went to work um my husband got home and he went upstairs to get changed and Lou walks in, looks him dead in the eye and squats and pees on the floor. So my husband of being like any, any husband out there or many husbands out there, I shouldn't say like any husband making it sound like it's everybody get, gets a little bit angry. Right. Like, and he, and he went to grab her just to be like, no, and then take like, and then take her outside and make her go pee pees outside. But he was like, no. And when he went to go grab her, she slipped away from him and went running downstairs. So he was like, oh, no, you don't. And then went chasing after her <laughs> and then cornered her in our family room. And then when he went to, like, go grab her again to, like, send her outside. And again, my husband's, like, also, like, like 6'3", big dude chasing chasing her down. She got man-chased <laughs> through the house. <laughs> and when he grabbed her, she pooped. <laughs> Di- <laughs> diarrhea. Like, he literally scared the poop out of her (laughs) and i was saying i was trying to say say this to my husband and i don't i can't remember whether i've said this on the show before that it's easy to get angry in in moments like that and especially when you're training and you're frustrated when your dog isn't getting it but there's no need to yell or shout or like no or like you just have to be firm like and especially Mm -hmm. with a dog like that where she's like super submissive and skittish and a little bit scared already i was like don't like don't get mad clearly you're you're just gonna make things worse just you just have to be firm like no and then take her outside and then once she she does the peepees then you reward the behavior that you like right correct the one that you don't and reward the one that that you do and then we find out after the fact that the kids 
never let them out during the day. So she had to pee and she doesn't know how to tell us. Right. Yeah. All these little things about getting a new dog. Like there's pros and cons to getting a puppy versus like a rescue. Cause at least a puppy, you know what you've done and you know the history and you yeah. can shape like a well-rounded dog. And it's a little bit challenging um, to do that with an, like an older dog where you don't, necessarily know the background and my husband had true concerns about it because literally she'll be eating her food and if you open up like a plastic bag or something in the kitchen she jumps like she's that she's that nervous yeah and he's he's wondering if there was maybe like borderline like abuse maybe in a previous home or something because he's one of their rescues that they where they that he had as a child where they knew that she came from an abusive situation. He said very, very, very similar behaviors. Oh. Yeah. And there's a couple of marks on her, like on her neck, like her, her skin's like sort of worn down, like at the front. Of, so again, we wonder if they were like heaving on her with a leash or something. Uh, who knows? You, you can't, you can, you can guess. And I don't want to assume the worst of people, but you never know how people treat their dogs and their family members behind closed doors right but having said that she's very sweet she's very submissive she doesn't know how to play either she's slowly coming along with play but she didn't like play at first like if we tried to play with gibbon and his rope and he would start like tugging on the rope and we're like yeah come on boy come on like and if it was anywhere near her she would growl like she'd be like i don't like and she would hide behind you so she's like so she, she there's a bit of fear there for sure with her when you're when I'm training with her and trying to get her to execute something you can tell there's confusion and like and and a little bit of fear so again just week three she's still a little unsure she's definitely settling in her and her cousin get along just fine there hasn't been any fights or like that growling where she's unsure with the play has been like the 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 worst of it but um, oh Lou she'll get there Oh yeah, for sure. I ha- there's no doubt in my mind. She's good. Her re- recall is better than Gibbon. Oh yeah, that's another thing too. So when we take our dogs for a walk in the park across the street, there's like this row housing and their backyards go out into this big field where we let our dogs off leash and run in the field. So in one of the backyards, there is this a monster Rottweiler. <laughs> oh. He's he's like <laughs> a monster. And like you can, when we when we walk past in the field past that one house you can hear him at the door it's like boom, boom, like at the window and then sometimes the owner will open the door because and i always would say to gibbon you want to go say hi to your friend because he would run to his fence and you can see him pop up because the fence is like a short fence and yeah. gibbon and gibbon would just stand there so there's like the backyard a wooden fence a little tiny like green area and then a chain link fence that separates like city property from like these people's or whatever. So Gibbon stands at the chain link fence looking at his buddy and his buddy pops over the wooden fence and they, and they just look at each other. Like they don't bark at each other or anything. <laughs> they literally just stand there and Gibbon just like does a little dance, like is wiggling his bum. And the other guy's like, and, and it's just like that. Like he's like, and Gibbon's like, like that's all they do right well with miss lou in town now 
when when Gibbon's buddy pops up over the fence, she loses it, and then it starts a bark fest that I'm sure dri- drives <laughs> all the row houses insane. So now I'm like, oh man, Gibbs, I don't want him Lou. going to see his buddy anymore. Lou, shush la bouche, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get that bork under control. Yeah, the borkins. But other than that, she's doing well. But just some of the things to take into consideration when you go puppy versus versus Marshall rehome, <laughs> yeah, Marshall rescue rehome, Marshall. Marshall. Speaking of rehoming, mm-hmm. do you know the dog name Brody? Best boy Brody. Yes, he has a face deformity. Oh yes, yes. So yes. Brody was bitten when he was a puppy, and he looks he looks like a cartoon, like a Picasso. They call him Picasso dog. Yeah, don't they? like yeah. a Picasso. So his snoot is crooked. Um, he has like an eye that's bigger than the other. His tongue hangs out. You can see him on Instagram um, at Best Boy Brody. So the couple. Um, that has Brody they saw (laughs) I think it was the girl's sister sent her a picture of like a doppelganger a Brody doppelganger oh yeah yeah so the features aren't as um, I don't know like exaggerated but it's the same features like this second dog is like Brody it's like it's the same yeah, so this couple is in Alberta, and the dog was available for adoption in Texas, and they adopted the dog. Aww. So now they have two little crooked snoots. They do. So cute. Let's boop Picassos. Yeah. What's his name? Brody? What? Brody. How do you spell Best- Brody? Best, Best boy Brody, B R O D I E. Best. Oh yeah, there got him. Yep. Ah, Broadsters. Mm-hmm. He does. It's a very strange face. It's like somebody twisted his face. Yeah. 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 So yeah. <gasps> oh, they are gonna get another one. Here she is. I think her Did name's Ray. Yep. There's a there's there's a photo that they posted of her. I find like Brody's like contorted face is way more contorted than hers, but in the same direction and everything. Yeah. Oh, I see her here. It's like a side by side. Yep. Raven. Yes. <laughs> so oh my cute. God. They are so cute, and that's a lovely story. Reunited, and it feels so good. Twinsies. Twinsies. So I thought that was a cute story. That's a very cute story. I love it. Boop. Boop. Boop to Broadster and Raven. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all for me. That's all for me, too. Is it a rap? Is that up? <laughs> Is that up? Is that up? What kind of rap? <laughs> it's a doko wrap, a snoot wrap. Snoot that up. A wrap. Well, tune in next week on Let's Boop Snoots. <laughs> <laughs>